0: You're
1: listening to Newcastle in the Morning. You are with Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning and this time every Thursday we speak with Barry Tui to find out what's going on in the Newcastle Knights and also what his picks are for the round. Now, Barry doesn't have a very good... Uh, at the moment, he's probably not good for radio because he can't talk. He has no voice. Now, I know that uh, the man who has come in off the bench is ably able to do that, but he too must be quite excited that Barry he can't talk at the moment. It is Robert Dillon from the Newcastle Herald. Hello, Bobby. How are you?
0: G'day, Tracy. How are you going? I'm
1: good. I'm good, my friend. How have you been? We haven't spoken in ages.
0: No, it hasn't been a long time, has it? So um, I'm fine. How about you?
1: Yeah, good, good. How's it been uh, trying to work through through COVID and with sport?
0: Uh, yeah, we're getting the job done. A lot of working from home these days, which I kind of actually enjoy now that I've got the hang of it. But, um, yeah, I mean... Hopefully we're through the worst of the COVID. I mean, there was that period, you know, 18 months or so ago when the NRL shut down for six weeks and all sport did. So that was uh, challenging. But anyway, we got through that and hopefully uh, no repeat.
1: That would be good. It'd be nice, wouldn't it, if we can continue to uh, to play football. Now, listen, what's the goss coming out of the Newcastle Knights camp ahead of, uh, obviously, Eddie's Indigenous round uh, this week? We've had a few, you know, we had Edric Lee, um, you know, he confirmed that he's going to be going to the Dolphins. Um, we've had some injuries. We've still got some injuries. What's the latest out of the Knights camp? Uh,
0: well, they, um, Coach Adam O'Brien had a press conference today, his weekly sort of briefing, and yeah, they're they're still, you know, optimistic that they can um, finish the season strongly and make the finals. So, um, you know, it might seem unrealistic. I mean, they've lost, uh, I think it's eight of their last nine games or something like that. Um, and I think they would need to win probably nine of their next 13 games. But, you know, they've got most of their players back Um and I wouldn't rule it out. They've they've obviously, it would help if they win this weekend against the Warriors.
1: Look, I'm with you. I I wouldn't rule it out, but I'm not overly confident either. Now, listen, the other fantastic story that is on the back page of the Herald today is um, the fact that there could uh, potentially be a feast of football here during, uh, during the FIFA World Cup that's happening here, that some of the games could be transferred here. Is there a possibility that Magic Round could be here in Newcastle?
0: I'm not sure about Magic Round. Um you know, I remember I wrote a story a couple of years ago. I, I spoke to New Atali Nelms and she sort of said Newcastle would be a great venue for Magic Round and, and I think it would be. I think um the stadium would fill up all three days but I think the the reality of it is that stadium only seats, you know, maximum thirty thousand. Um They're opening up a new uh, stadium in there at Moore Park, and I'd imagine if Magic Round does leave Queensland that they'll be pretty keen to put it on at Moore Park and, you know, sort of showcase that stadium. But, um, you know, if they ever did get around to it, Newcastle will be a great venue because I think um, Nova Castrian's are the the best sports supporters in Australia, basically. Um, But in terms of next year, when the World Cup, Women's soccer is on. Um, quite a number of stadiums are going to be out of action. They've sort of been booked by FIFA. Hmm. And it does sound like there'll be neutral games getting moved around. So, whether, you know, if there's Sydney teams um, who normally play at like um, Homebush or in at Moore Park or wherever it is. I don't know if they'll move them to other Sydney venues, but they they might consider um, moving games up here to Newcastle. So it might well be that, um, you know, next year Newcastle will get games, not just involving the Knights, but random teams from Queensland or um, Sydney or wherever. Mm. So, um, yeah, it could well be that we get quite a lot of games
1: here next year. Well, especially when you consider Bank West, um, you know, it's home of the Eels. I'm not sure whether FIFA's got it booked, but, uh, you know, there, there's. we know that the Eels have a huge supporter base up here in Newcastle. They'd be travelling the Red Vs. We know that they have a big supporter base, the same with the Panthers. You know, there is uh, there is absolutely the possibility that uh, that we could be getting some of those big games up here. Yeah, well,
0: um, I'm not sure, but I think uh, Bank West or... Combank Stadium oh, whatever it's called. it's called
1: Parramatta Stadium yeah yeah, yeah
0: that's right Parramatta Stadium um, I don't believe it is on the FIFA list so that might be one that gets a lot of games in Sydney mm. um, but I'm not 100% sure on that so like I would have thought Parramatta Stadium would be an ideal one for FIFA um, you'd think so bit, yeah I mean it's pretty well the best stadium in Sydney um, at the moment obviously Moore Park will open quite soon um, And the other thing, you know, the way I'm looking at it is the the games at the World Cup, the Matildas games, I'd imagine they'll get huge crowds wherever they play. But my guess is that um, a lot of the other teams, you know, if you had, say, um, South South Korea or um, Nigeria playing or whoever's made the World Cup, you know, some of these teams from other nations, I don't know how much of a crowd they'll mm. actually
1: get.
0: So, yeah, you know, you kind of need almost boutique stadiums for some of the games, I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because, I mean, obviously the US and, and the Matildas will get some huge crowds, so too the UK side, you know. It's, those, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, but, yeah, look, it is great if we can get some more NRL up here. If we can get some of those FIFA games, that would be even better. Now, look, I just want your, uh, your professional opinion on this one, and I know you've mentioned it in your column today in the Newcastle Herald, Scotty from Marketing, you know, should we be lining him up for the front row?
0: I don't know. I hope we've seen last of Scotty <laughs> from Marketing for quite some time, to be honest. But it wasn't a bad tackle, was it? Oh, well, given I would imagine he weighs 100 kilogram and he <laughs> weighs about 30.
1: Yeah, it was, it was quite
0: funny. Off the ball. I'd say a, a stint in the syndrome would have been uh
1: <laughs> I think he's I've got his it. stint in the sin bin, my friend. Yeah. Now, look, let's get on to uh, to this week's round. Um, I'm very pleased I am talking to you and not Barry today because he has caught me. Um, he got six out of eight last week. I got four out of eight because obviously with my – I do the tipping through the, uh, the NRL tipping – app and uh, when I found out that Adam Reynolds wasn't playing I of course went straight across and changed my tip across to the Newcastle Knights. So yes I should have been seven uh, no I should have been five out of uh, out of eight but uh, yeah I dropped two games so I'm really pleased that uh, that it's you and not him because he's now caught me on 58 points.
0: Okay well um, I can't guarantee I'll tip any better than Barry but anyway I <laughs> think He's he's ahead
1: of me on our tipping comps. I did notice that he's uh, he's got one point uh, one point on you. Right, uh, let's get underway. So it is round uh, twelve that starts tonight. It is the storm taking on the sea eagles. Obviously, the storm. Have, uh, it's been up and down for the storm, but uh, mate, I can't see the sea eagles getting over the loss of uh, of Tommy Turbo for the season. That's got to rock them.
0: No, well they've been. Um Struggling anyway, but him being out, you know it's a massive blow for them and um you know, as everyone said last week, Melbourne don't often lose two games in a row, let alone three mm. games. Um, it sounds like Jerome Hughes is back, so yeah. I'd be very surprised. And Melbourne are at home, I think, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah I'd be that'll very make surprised it. It makes, know, makes a big difference.
1: That. makes a big difference. We've then, at the foot of the mountains, uh, the poor old Cowboys are coming down to, uh, to our weather. It's the Panthers taking on the Cowboys. The Cowboys were impressive last weekend, but I can't see them coming over the top of Panthers.
0: No, I mean... Um the Cowboys, have been. I've watched a few of their games lately and they're um, a really impressive team and this will be their biggest test of the year. I guess we'll find out where they're at. But, yeah, I think most people would tip Penrith, the way they're playing and what they did to the Roosters mm. last week. Um, yeah, they're a great team. So, yeah, I think you're pretty safe in tipping them.
1: Do you think the Cowboys were that much better than, than the Storm or was the Storm just as horrendous as we, we thought they were?
0: Oh no! I think um, the Cowboys have been playing well for a few weeks now. That the Storm aren't the only team; they've towed up. They, um, you know, convincingly beat Parramatta a few weeks ago. They're, they're a really good team, the Cowboys. Um, and you know, maybe the Storm didn't play that well, but you can only play as well as the opposition let you. So, um, yeah, I think the Cowboys they're easily the most improved team this year. I reckon. Mm.
1: We've got the Broncos taking on the Titans. It'll be a Queensland derby up there. The Broncos, of course, are at home. It's 7.55 kickoff. It's going to be an interesting one. I uh, I went the Titans last week, which I can't believe I did. Uh, I, I tipped them, and uh, I'm not going that way again because the Broncos have just really started to really aim up, haven't they?
0: Yeah, well, I think I've kicked the Broncos, but it wouldn't surprise me an upset mm-hmm. there. I read somewhere just then that David Fafita, it sounds like he's back. Um, you know, he's kind of enigmatic, but um, I could picture him coming back and, you know, doing something special against his old club. Um, and the Titans. Um, uh, Who did they get beaten by last week. Was it the Dragons? I oh, mean, no, the Dragons beat the Warriors. No, um, it was... Um, the Titans got yeah, beaten by Cronulla. By
1: Cronulla, but only just by Cronulla, but, like 26 yeah, that, to 18.
0: Yeah, they're they're trying hard, the Titans, um, and they'll win a game soon, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if it was this weekend.
1: Oh, don't tell me that.
0: Because well, I, I, I have, always
1: go the Titans at home. If the Titans are at home, they're a different side at home. But I suppose they are quasi at home, aren't they?
0: Um. Yeah, I... Uh, I have tipped Brisbane on form. I think, you know, that's the way to go. But, yeah, the Titans, they're, um, they're one of those uh, enigmatic sort of inconsistent teams that you just don't know what you're going to get from them.
1: No, no idea. No idea at all. Um, of course, we've got our Newcastle Knights in action, three o'clock on Saturday. The Warriors, what do you think about this one? This could be a danger game for uh, for the Knights. I know the Warriors are favourites at, uh, at this point in time. I really don't know what to do with this one. My heart says go the uh, go the Knights, but my head says to go the Warriors.
0: Well, but, you know, speaking of enigmatic mm-hmm. inconsistent <laughs> teams, you know, the Warriors have been that their whole existence. Um, the Knights, you know, I've tipped them more, more often this year than I've tipped against them, and they surely have to start aiming up soon or, you know is this going to be just a horrendous season? I don't think it is. I think they're a better team than what they've been showing, and it's time for them to start aiming up, or it's going to be too late. Um, you know, if if they can't beat the Warriors, they really are in a pretty dire situation. So I've tipped the Knights, but, yeah, I don't think there'll be much in it.
1: No, and it's, uh, it's quite interesting. Uh, the legend that is uh, Gary Harley has actually gone against the Knights. Very rarely does... Uh does Gaz do that? And, uh, yeah, he's gone the Warriors. It's, uh, as you say, it's one of those matches. It's probably a season-defining match for the Newcastle Knights. They must win this one if they're going to go forward.
0: Well, yeah, um, and not just this one, but, you know, the next, maybe next two or three games are kind of season-defining. If um, You know, they've, they've lost eight out of nine or whatever it is, but mm. they're still only four points behind the top eight. So if they were to string together two or three wins in a row, suddenly they're back in the mix. Um, as Canberra have shown, I think Canberra were behind the Knights on the table. They've won three in a row and suddenly they're, you know, equal eight. So, um, you know, it's a very even competition. Mm. And the Knights are still capable of making the eight, but they have to start doing something really soon. They're running out of time.
1: Okay. Okay, I'll go the Knights. I'll go the Knights.
0: Okay, don't blame it on (laughs) me. I am going to blame it
1: on you. I'm going to blame it all on you. Um, Saturday night, we've got the Rabbitohs taking on the Tigers. Uh, It's got to be a Rabbitohs win, doesn't
0: it? I don't know. I I haven't been impressed at all with the Rabbitohs this year. Um, The Tigers certainly trying hard. You know, I think um, the Rabbitohs are probably favourites and, you know, deservedly so. Um, But, yeah, they're not a great team, the Rabbitohs. They've lost. Quite a few players from last year. They've got a different coach, um, and it wouldn't surprise me if the Tigers did win. But in saying that, I think I did tip the Rabbitohs.
1: You did, you did. Um, now there's a couple of toss the coin matches, and I think this next one is certainly one of those. It's the Sharks taking on the Roosters. I have gone for the Sharks simply because they're at home, um, but it could go anyway. This this match, couldn't
0: it? Oh yeah, that's that was what I found the hardest game to pick because. Um, you know they're both pretty evenly placed on the table. I think I think Cronulla might be slightly ahead. Um, I went through the two lineups. They're, they're both pretty close to full strength. I think the Roosters might have Victor Radley out. And yeah, I was the same as you. I went with the Sharks just because they're home and they normally do um, play well at Shark Park.
1: The next one is the Bulldogs taking on the Dragons. Um, it is a Bulldogs home game, but uh, you can't go past the Red V for this one, can you?
0: Well, the Dragons are in better form, and you know, the Bulldogs have been pretty awful all year. So, in fact, for the past couple of years, mm. um, but in saying that, it's at Belmore. Um,
1: oh, they're playing at I, Belmore, yeah, Ooh.
0: yeah. So, yeah, I reckon that um complicates it a bit. Um, and also, you know, throughout history, I think the Bulldogs have had a pretty good record against the Dragons. Um, so. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the Dragons in in the last month or two have um, played some decent football. But, um, yeah, something about... I Remember, I sort of wavered a bit over tipping the Dragons. I just think the Bulldogs, they might finally aim up a bit um, at Belmore where, you know, it's their spiritual home. Mm. And it's one of those grounds where, um, you know, the crowd's right on top of the players and that'll surely them a bit of a
1: boost
0: so yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't discount the bulldogs
1: completely okay well i'm still st- i'm still sticking with them okay i'm still sticking with the dragons i uh okay. i'm not as confident yeah. as you now the other game that i think is a real toss of the coin for me it depends which Parramatta eels side shows up it's the raiders taking on the eels the raiders are at home it's 405 kickoff it's the uh the match of the round on television This really, I don't think the odds are as accurate as they should be. You know, the the Raiders are at $2.60 and the Eels are at $1.50. Depending which Eels side shows up, that's the big issue, isn't
0: it? Well, yeah, I mean, they've beaten Melbourne, they've beaten Penrith. So on their day, they've shown they Mm. can beat any team in the competition. But the Raiders, um, like I said, they've won three in a row. They've somehow or other um, found a bit of form and confidence and they get their... um, Main halfback Jamal Fogarty will play his first game. Um, uh, I think they had someone out. Might have been the fullback, Nickel Klugstad, or however you pronounce mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, I think I've tipped Parramatta as well. But like you said, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't know with the Eels. Mm. Could be either or sort of thing.
1: It's They are a, a chameleon, aren't they, as a, as a football side? You you think you've got them on the run. You, th- you think you've actually got them and that this is the side that you need. And then they'll just throw up some of the crap they've thrown up over the last couple of weeks. And you go, well, where's the side that played two weeks ago? Or where's the side that played last week? They just – there's no consistency with them at the moment.
0: Yeah, there isn't. But, you know, the season's only young and um – it must be a nice thing to have in the back of their mind that they've already beaten Melbourne and Penrith. Mm. And if they can get themselves there into the top four, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Parramatta there on grand final day. Um,
1: oh, you've just ruined my day now. <laughs>
0: yeah, well... <laughs> That's what I mean. happens
1: when you work with the Eels, love. Uh, you either love or hate them when you when you leave them.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, they've... um. You know, still. I saw uh, Wanger Blake is back this week. Mike Acebo's been back playing New South Wales Cup. You know, when he's back in their first-grade team, you know, he's nearly the best winger in the competition. So, um, yeah, I I reckon the Eels are a bit of a smoky. They've already shown they can beat those two-gun teams. Everyone was sort of saying a while ago it's... um, you know, another two-horse race between Penrith and Melbourne, but um, it doesn't always pan out like that. And you know, South Sydney last year—I don't think many people expected them to make the grand final. I, no. I wouldn't be surprised if Parramatta can do something like that this year. But, like you said, they—they they have to become more consistent to get there in the first place.
1: They really do. Look, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Do you know anything about what uh, what Tui's podcast is this week?
0: Ah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I honestly haven't. Um, <laughs>
1: That's all right. That, yeah, not it's on my radar. Not on your radar. Well, the last uh, one was um, my... was Craig Smith, which was just phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't actually touched base with Baz this week, so I'm not 100 percent sure on that. But uh, I think he was. I think I, he was in the office on Monday, from what I understand. Mm. So yeah. I'm oh sure great.
1: So he gets his podcast, his podcast is up and done, but he can't speak to me by Thursday. Yeah, great, Baz. Thanks. Well,
0: there's lots, there is lots of... um you know, diseases and flus <laughs> and monkeypox and that getting around. So um, oh,
1: yeah. there's everything getting pox. around, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, thanks so much for uh, for coming in off the bench, Robbie. It's great to uh, it's great to talk to you. It's been a long time, and uh, I love your Thursday columns in the Newcastle Herald. I know that uh, Jimmy Gardner has been standing in for a uh, for a few weeks or so with it, but uh, I love it each and every Thursday. Seven days in league, it is. Uh, it's just great, and your sense of humour is just uh, it's as dry as always.
0: Oh, well, Thanks very much, Tracy. I appreciate
1: that. <laughs> Chat with you soon. Bye. Stay safe.
0: All right. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Bye.
1: That is uh, Robert Dillon from the Newcastle Herald. And uh, yeah, if you grab uh, Seven Days in League, it's in the Herald today in their league HQ, their sports lift out. It's always great. He has a very, very dry sense of humour. He's, uh, he's quite funny, the old Bobby. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live.